This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts. I'm Kevin. And I'm Carl. And we listen to podcasts so you don't have to. We wanted to remind our listeners you can uh, visit us on whoarethese.com and on our Facebook page. We're always looking for new podcast suggestions, so leave us a comment, a suggestion, or post a death threat. On today's show, we'll be reviewing a show called John, Jay, and Rich. As always, we've listened to this episode separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. So without further ado, let's find out once and for all, who are these podcasts? It's showtime. W-A-T-P. W-A-T-P, everybody. Oh, no. <laughs> oh that was the worst. <laughs> Ooh, I just bur- I burped laughed. Oh. Uh, that was the worst W-A-T-P <laughs> I've ever heard come out of it. I guess we have to go back and work on it again. Yeah, well, you know, I was trying to match the, uh, the excitement level of this podcast that we reviewed. Uh, this was the most subdued morning zoo I've ever heard before. All right, so we listened to John Jay and Rich, and this is a show that I assume is syndicated into multiple markets. They had callers from Florida and stuff, but I don't know. I don't know if they're just in the in Arizona. Yeah, but I, I can't tell I either. Yeah, whether or not this it's... was this was not a morning zoo show. This was like a chick celebrity gossip show. Even though the two main uh, hosts are men, this was a show for chicks. Yeah, I I was very, very taken aback by by this show. Like, it wasn't, I guess I expected it to be like, you know, toilet flush sounds and like people going, <laughs> you know, like. So just, more like our show. Yeah, exactly. I just, <laughs> I expected it to be more zoo-ish. And this was more like. No, know. in fact, they have this. Uh, so the chick on the show, the hole, if you will, mm-hmm. her name is Kyle, which is odd. Ka. Hey, Ka. And my, my she, has, <laughs> she has this segment um, that is, oh, shit, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on it. It's GBG. Yeah, GBG, which is, what does it stand for? Do they say? 
They do. The good, the bad, and the gossip. Oh, okay. All right. It's all celebrity gossip stuff. And uh, and it's stupid, too, because the GBG it makes zero sense, the good, the bad, and the gossip, but they play the good, the bad, and the ugly like music behind, oh. like that bet's going on behind her. Now, now that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> hey, were you even listening to the show? I listened. I just didn't hear that part of it. I did. I, so, I, I did admittedly do a lot of fast forwarding, so there was a lot of chipmunk versions I don't of this. Blame that... you. I don't blame you. <laughs> um, so I have a clip on here. It's the clip that sums up the show for me. It's it's track twenty two. I have a lot of clips this week, but track twenty two because this is really what this show is all about. Now, uh, I don't know if she's receiving any haters, but there is a little rumor that I find fascinating about Ellie Golding. Supposedly, she is rumored to be secretly dating Prince Harry. Oh, like that's good. The Prince Harry. Who the fuck is Ellie Golding? Oh, I have. N- Thank you for saying that because I have no idea. But that's what most of this show is. They go in, in and out of this segment over and over again, and it's all celebrity gossip. And I realized that what these guys do is not your typical morning zoo show where it's all talk. They play top forty as well. Okay. It's yep. not on this podcast that we downloaded, but they, you know, there's this one part where they're like, all right, here comes 21 Pilots. Like, you can tell they're playing, they probably have to play a certain portion of songs to talk every hour. Right, right. Because this was a, a four or five hour show that really, when you dwindle it down, was an hour and a half of actual talk. So this is more like a morning petting zoo. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Yeah, so, so that was my takeaway from it and uh i don't know kevin did did you have a a clip that you wanted to play that sums up the show for you no i mean mostly the clips i have are around the war of the roses bit um just like the setup and stuff around that but i just found it very i guess i didn't really see the the forest for the trees if you if that's the fucking saying i don't know but i i didn't i guess i just listened to it waiting for it to get crazy because I just thought it was going to be a morning zoo kind of thing. And it, it was very, you know, like you said, more subdued and more, I don't know, like, I don't know. It just wasn't what I expected it to be. So I was, I found myself trying to pay attention because they're just very kind of almost soft-spoken through the whole thing. Like they weren't very like energetic. And uh, Well, I, well. Kevin, it's a it's a show for girls, and girls want you to talk like this and not get too excited, and just talk about, hey, do you know Britney Spears and her eleven year old are having problems, and she just Instagrammed about it. I did not know that, Carl. That's very very yeah. interesting. Well, let me play you a clip from her Instagram video. I think you're going to like this, and you can find it on our website. That was what the show was, a yeah, lot of uh, that. <laughs> very good impression. Yeah, It's terrible. It's like those two uh, girls on uh, SNL. Remember that old bit where they were yes. talking <laughs> sweaty balls or whatever? <laughs> right. It was like that. Except where they were dudes. And I don't even know if Rich is a dude. Rich, in my opinion. So... Um, besides the War of the Roses bit, which we teased last week and we'll totally get into, the other big topic on the show was clowns. And this whole thing that's going around right now, and you know, this is going to come and go, so this will sound dated, but there's this whole thing happening in the U.S. right now 
where people are dressing up as clowns and just creeping people out. Yeah, no, I've heard about this a lot too. And it's, I guess it's like everywhere because it, even down it's here, everywhere. down in Tucson too, there were, and, and this is actually was in the news. There's uh, the, and I'm, I'm totally not making this up. Like in the news, they were going to, there was regular clowns that were going to march and like a parade downtown <laughs> to a like million clown march. Yeah, to exactly to like protest against, <laughs> like to show people that clowns are cool. And then they got so many threats they had to they had to close it down. Like that's so totally other, legit. So in other words, clown lives do not matter. They do not matter. Actually, I think that's what it was called. It was called clown. I swear, I swear. Look it up. <laughs> but all right, it's so funny. This is. I have a clip here just to set this whole thing up with all this clown nonsense. Okay. This is right from the very beginning of the show, and it sets up two different things. The fact that Rich is a pussy, and they're talking about clowns. I call this Rich is a pussy, and P.S., this is not true. They were even in my neighborhood. There were sightings in my neighborhood of scary clowns luring children into the orange orchards with knives. That's just not true. I, this whole thing with like these these stories are just getting overblown. Yeah, there's these. Did you hear that guy? He's like, they're in my neighborhood and they have knives and they're luring children. Like, no, that's not happening. This is this is like a fucking Facebook meme gone awry. And it's not that big of a fucking deal. Well, you know what? I do actually. There is a clown in my neighborhood that I've okay. seen a few times. Yeah, here and. uh you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna grab him because he's I can actually see him from my window. So oh no shit! All right. Well, yeah, let me hold on. Yeah, let me let me grab him. Hold on. Okay, so this is uh, Dor Dorkles, the clown. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, that's me. <laughs> I'm Dorkles the clown. I'm an outdoor clown. I already hate this guy. Hey, well, uh. It's your prerogative to hate, but uh, I gotta tell you, I love being outside. That's my favorite place for Dorkles the Cloud to be. And uh, let me say, uh, I like to, uh, you know, t talk to kids and uh, and touch them a little bit, and uh, you know, just kind of <laughs> make sure that uh, make sure. Dorkles, you're you're not supposed to touch the children. Well, well, why not? I mean, I'm outside. And the kids love me, all right? They love being around Dorkles. That's what they say all the time. I mean... Dorkles sounds like Harry Carey a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's your prerogative. If you want to uh, say that I sound like a great broadcaster, that's fine, too. But I really I love to be outside. I'm an outdoor clown. And, uh, you know, sometimes I just like to, to watch kids as they're, they're playing on the playgrounds. And, you know, you know, maybe sometimes I pull my penis out. I don't know. It's just whatever the mood strikes. You know, is is, is yeah, that all sounds innocent enough, Dorkles. I, I think you're getting a bad rap for no reason. Well, I, I think so too. We're all over the media, and I'm trying to make sure that uh, people understand that clown lives matter, and that uh, you know, just because I'm an outdoor clown, I don't like to be inside. Even though this is a beautiful uh, closet that I'm inside right now, recording this. Uh, what is this? A podcast? Uh, I, I got to tell you, it's really, really, really beautiful inside this closet. I've been inside the closets many, many times, and uh, I, I guess I never really quite have come out. But uh, let me just tell you, uh, sometimes, 
you know, people give a bad rap to the clown. And I, and I like to just say that, you know, sometimes a, a clown just likes to stay outside and, uh, you know, and hide behind trees and, uh, and uh, sit by riverbeds and wait for people to come by and just surprise them with cheer. You know, and uh, people get out of my case a lot. Uh, uh, for example, I like to, you know, I like to eat an apple every once in a while, but I only will eat an apple if I could cut it with my knife. I like to cut into it real, real <laughs> good with my steak knife, and I carry that knife all the time. And people think, you know, it's some type of of, of bad thing that I'm carrying a knife, but I like to, you know, I like to eat an apple every once in it a while. It sounds like you're, it sounds like you're just misunderstood there, Dorkles. I'm totally misunderstood, let me tell you. You know, sometimes you need to go down by the creek and wash out your clown shoes because they get a little funky, all right? And I'm outside a lot, so I step in a lot of dung. And uh, But there's kids and, you know, growing ups and stuff, and hikers. And uh, I love to just, you know, just to play and, and, and have fun with those people and, uh, you know, sound my horn and, and do all those types of different things. I got to think with those clown shoes, it's hard to miss the dung, right? You probably step in a lot of that dung. Well, it is Arizona. There's lots of dung out here, lots of coyote dung and, uh, you know, different, different types of dung. And you know what? I love dung actually too. It's, it's one of the, it's one of the rarest things to, to find out in nature because, uh, you can grow things in it, you know, and I like to grow, uh, for example, mushrooms. I like to, to imbibe in some mushrooms when I'm out here in, in the forest in my outdoor setting. And uh, sometimes I see kids and they uh, they look like horrific monsters to me uh, because of all the, the the mushrooms that I've consumed. But uh, luckily I have my knife with me, you know, and uh, I can always eat an apple just to kind of take the edge off. Hey, Darkles, um, it's fascinating. I'm really excited about all of your misadventures. <laughs> well, thank you. But, uh, you know, we're trying to do a fucking show here. All Kevin right. and I are, so can you hand the... The microphone back over. We got, we have a lot of clips to play. Well, you know what? I got to get back to it anyway because uh, there's a dumpster down the road that uh, I really want to explore. Uh, I think that there might be uh, some all kinds of uh, maybe day old donuts in there, and I <laughs> I love day old donuts. So uh, why don't you read back to us there, Dorkles? I'm interested to, to hear what you find there. All right. Well, I'll, I'll come back. Maybe if you guys will have me back on the show, maybe I, Dorkles will come back and uh, brighten your lives. But uh, right now, I got some kids I got to look at. So uh, uh, I'll take <laughs> take bye, care. Dorkles. All right. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus wow. fucking Christ! What a weirdo, what a, huh? What a fucking weirdo, dude! Get him out of there. Why did I let him into my apartment? That's fucking bizarre. Oh, he just left. Oh, man. There's fucking shit clown footprints everywhere now all over my carpet. A coyote poop clown footprint? Yeah. Oh, it's so specific. That's, that's <laughs> going to be a problem. It's a real problem. I would pull out your lease if I were you and just see if that's covered or not. Yeah, I don't know if there's a clown clause in there or not. <laughs> it could be. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Um, all right, so let's let's talk about this fucking clown shit that's going on during the show. Mm-hmm. I have a couple tracks that I want to play for you. The first one is, um, I call it, Caller with No Story wants in on the clown action. This is one of the calls they took very early on, and this person has nothing to say but can't wait to say it. Play track four. Yeah, this whole clown thing is completely real in the area that I live in. Um, we've had a lady attacked, and my son came home from school yesterday, and he's five years old, and my daughter's eight. They were asking me about it. Oh, won't somebody please think of the 
children. <laughs> so, in other words, the story is, this is totally real. My kid asked me about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is fucking retarded. And then she goes on to talk about how the school is getting threats. Um, play track five. But actually, you're saying you're getting phone calls at school uh, about, like, are they from clouds making threats? You <laughs> think so Dorkles is making, a, making calls to the school? Well, it's funny you ask that, Kevin, because I actually tracked down one of these uh, phone calls that where the clowns are making threats to the school. And I have nobody else. This is exclusive okay. to WATP. I actually have exclusive uh, audio from a phone call where the clown is calling in and making a serious threat. Play track six. Hello? <laughs> it's Sprinkles the Clown! <laughs> if you don't go to school today, I'm going to spray water on you from my lapel! <laughs> Boy, that's a, that's a threat. The, the water lapel thing. That's uh. Well, you got to close school. Yeah, you definitely do. There's no option. You have to treat all of those things seriously, you know, because clown lives matter, as we've just learned. You know, they, this uh... this clown thing, we won't. I mean, we're not going to get away from it because for the entire hour and a half of this show, it is wall to wall clown talk, <laughs> as if this this were actually an important thing. It's, it's nothing but celebrity gossip and clown talk. Is this whole fucking show? So how, like, happy do you think the directors of uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space are that there's all this shit going on? They're like, yeah, our movies are moving now. We're, uh, we're selling it. The, it's, it's bubbling to the top of the clearance bin at Walmart. I, well, I don't know about sales of the movie, but sales of those masks has to be way up. Because that's what I love about that movie. And the, the clowns are so bizarre looking. <laughs> they have the biggest faces you've ever seen. That movie is, if nobody knows what we're talking about, it's Killer Clowns from Outer Space, and you should definitely go check it out, because it's one of the most retarded movies from the 80s um, that masquerades as a, as a horror movie. Well, I guess there is some, like, violent shit in it, if I remember correctly. Well, there, there's a scene, my favorite scene in the movie, where, I don't know if it's a police officer or a security guard, but he's got his flashlight out, and he, he sees all these clowns. And the clowns have pies in their hands. And the, the line is, what are you doing with those pies, boys? And then the clowns pelt him to death with pies, which is fucking an amazing feat for uh, cinema. Uh, the 80s were just a great time for horror movies. They really were. <laughs> they were. Uh. Love that. Um, all right. You wanna, do you want to keep going down this, uh, this clown uh, <laughs> road that we're on yeah let's take our clown car and and drive down the clown road together yeah <laughs> let's all get in let's all get into it um all right so at the end of the show an actual fucking clown calls in did you get to that part i didn't quite get to that part but uh i i, I have a feeling we're going to get to it right now okay <laughs> Um, so here's the, uh, here's the setup. Here's, uh, number 25. Uh, it's called a fucking clown calls in. <laughs> so what's your take, sweet Petunia, on all this clown drama going on? Well, I hate it. What's happening to my business right now is I'm having party cancellations. And so when I got that 
cancellation, I emailed her back, and I said, is this because of the scary clowns? And she hasn't responded to me. <laughs> so that's a yes? <laughs> that's the worst story. She goes, I hate that. I'm getting all these party cancellations, right, with an S, right. plural. And then she goes, and then when I called back on that cancellation... Right. I asked if it was because of this, and I didn't hear back yet. So, again, it's like just a non-story. And what I love about this is that nobody hires clowns. Clowns are fucking terrible. We all know this. So, in her mind, her only gig that she got hired for getting canceled is just ruining her fucking work. Well, yeah. She's sitting there hitting the F5. She's hitting refresh on her email. <laughs> I right. want to know why. Why is this a problem? Yeah. So they they call up this um, sweetie Petunia. They 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 have this call with her, and clowns are typically not interesting or funny. But I do have a track on here. Um, this later on in the conversation, I call it evidence that clowns are always hilarious. This is part of the phone call uh, with Petunia. But, you know, I'm not sure they're doing it, but I've also heard that there's stabbings. There's people that scary clowns are robbing people, which we've always heard before, and, you know, they'll put on a clown mask and they'll rob people, but now they're putting on the whole outfit. I might have sweetened that a little bit. That's what I want clowns to sound like when they call. <laughs> I love that there was like an anvil dropping. <laughs> <laughs> well, as you know, Kevin, I have an entire library of Flintstone sound effects at my disposal. <laughs> <laughs> Never steered me wrong. Oh God! Yeah. So, do you want to do you want to belabor the, the clown stuff more? Or Let me just want... get one more thing in here. <laughs> okay. It's it's uh, from uh, going back to the beginning of the show, and Kyle, who's the uh, the woman on the show, she has a segment that they have not they haven't uh, officially labeled it, but I'm going to do it for them. I call it No Shit Sherlock Play Track Two. Well, I actually, I mean, I saw something that, like, the police are saying, look, you can't just assault a clown just for being scary. Right. Like, unless they are physically attacking you or going to abduct you, you can't, like, shoot them or attack them. This breaking news, you can't shoot clowns for not doing anything. <laughs> Thank you, Kyle. Thanks for that information. I want to know what, uh, what the mime's take is on all of this stuff. I mean, what are they... <laughs> What are they you saying? Know the, you know what the mime said? Get me out of this box. <laughs> the mime said nothing because they don't talk. The mime said, wow, it's really windy out. <laughs> Let me climb this rope. <laughs> That's what they said. <laughs> Let me climb this ladder and get away from all this uh, hateful talk. <laughs> <laughs> the mime is unscathed through all of this. Yep. Yeah, somehow they were able to... Uh... To get through it. Now, that would really be funny, though, if there was all of a sudden, like, a uh, an evil mime, uh, you know, uh, thing in, in America here, where we were, people were seeing evil mimes just kind of, you know, miming the stabbing of, of your face and uh, and, and miming, uh, like, a, 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 a rope <laughs> right. that they're going to hang you with or something. You know, that would be... Go ahead. No, so I, I can kind of get on board with that, because that's like, you know, it's cultural. You know, mimes are French, so I think that'd be easier to swallow. I'm just picturing the Law and Order episode where they bring the mime in for interrogation. They're playing good cop, bad cop. I can't get anything out of this eye. <laughs> it's like he's in some sort of invisible box. <laughs> <laughs> I can't penetrate. All right, well, let's get into War of the Roses because that was one of the things we wanted to talk about. Yes. 
Yeah, that's so. Uh, if, for people maybe who didn't listen last week, the uh, the War of the Roses, the the setup is that, and supposedly this is real. On the show, they have a caller call in. Uh, it's usually a female will call in and say that uh, she thinks that her boyfriend's cheating or has some type of inkling that, that, that the person's cheating. And they make up this stupid story, uh, meaning the, the hosts, where they will call this boyfriend and confront them on the phone, but in the, under the guise that they're giving away free flowers. So uh, they call uh, this person, uh, usually at work or whatever, and they talk to him and they say, hey, you've won free roses. Who do you want to make the card out to? And then, of course, the guy will say the girl that the girl thinks he's cheating on. It's a whole bizarre, dumb thing, uh, which I pretty much just gave away exactly what this exact same bit was that they did for this week. Um, so there was a girl who calls in. Same scenario. She she has, uh, and which they spend a lot of time setting up this bit, which tells you that it's not fucking real. Like they already had this shit pre-recorded. It's a bit that they bought, and uh, they just have this girl call in and they feed her a bunch of bullshit. Uh, but I have like the long setup um, okay. for the War of the Roses here. John Dean Rich with the middle of War of the Roses. You got Sabrina and Curtis. They're dating. Sabrina thinks that Curtis might have a thing for it. Was it ex-wife or ex-girlfriend? Ex-girlfriend. Ex-girlfriend. But baby mama. They have a kid together, but Curtis hates her. Hates his ex so much that Sabrina thinks that maybe it's like reverse whatever. You know, like kind of like when you're a little kid and the little kids, uh, uh, like you're in elementary school, they punch the girl. And that then they the parents, like. And they punch, mm-hmm. yeah, and it turns out, like, no, that means he likes you. So this is kind of a maybe a grown-up version of that. Curtis hates his ex so much, Sabrina thinks that maybe he's still in love with her. It's a little twisted, but it kind of makes sense. <laughs> yeah, and it's the kind of thing he protests about. Like, not just like, why can't she do this? He's talking about, like, she's probably going out to meet guys, jerky guys. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what he's mad at her for. So it kind of makes sense a little bit. So we'll get him on the phone, Sabrina, find out who he sends the flowers to. Yeah, so that's the whole setup that they've completely crowbarred into their conversation about, you know, how this all makes sense because he has an ex-girlfriend or an ex-wife or baby mama, whatever the fuck you call her, um, that the current girlfriend thinks that he just, he he's too negative about her. So that must mean that he still loves her. Uh, so that's kind of the uh, the setup to it. And then they they roll into calling the uh, the Cur- Curtis, this, this guy here. Um, but before they do that, they ask, um, I forget, was it Samantha? Was that what they said? Sabrina. Sabrina. So, so they asked Sabrina for permission, which uh, this has got to be illegal, do you, right? Do you have this clipped? Yeah, I do. Here, here it okay, is. Yeah, yeah. Play, play that. Do you give us permission to put Curtis's voice on the radio without telling him first? Oh, yeah. All right, here we go. Stand by. All right, so... Kevin, I clipped the same thing, and I love that because you know what happened. People were saying, like, well, this can't be real. You can't just put someone on the radio. There's a law now, and you can't put someone on the radio without them knowing about it. So this is their workaround. This is their ingenious workaround. No, this this one is real. We asked the, the girlfriend's permission, so right. we could do whatever we want now. <laughs> so stupid. Like, any that idiot so would know stupid. that. <laughs> like, I mean... That's actually... 
they're not doing themselves a favor. They're actually making it worse by admitting that you have to have permission to have your voice on the radio. They shouldn't even bring it up in the first place. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Well, yeah, they, they feel like they, oh, just in case the lawyers uh, get, a, get a hold of this, uh, we want to make sure that you've given permission for somebody who you're not even legally <laughs> allowed to give permission for. Uh, so Exactly. It doesn't make any sense <laughs> at all. So here's the uh, the actual call to Curtis from um, Kyle from the girl. Uh, well, I, I assume it's her uh, on on the. It is okay. It is Kyle. All right, here we go. Hello. Hi there. Is Curtis available? Yeah, this is Curtis. Perfect. Curtis, my name is Kelly with J&R Flowers. Uh, we actually have some free flowers for you. See, I'm new with the company. And um, we're doing a word-of-mouth campaign that's been working really well for us. Curtis, we get to let you send our most romantic bouquet of red roses to whoever you want totally free. And all we're asking in return is that you share J&R Flowers on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, or whatever social media you use, even Twitter, uh, uh. would work as well. So it's not going to cost you anything, Curtis, but you do get to surprise somebody special in your life. With a pretty romantic bouquet of roses. All right. So I love that she uses J and R florists. I was like, come on. Can't she come up with something that's like, doesn't sound like John J and Rich? You like come up with like, you know, this is uh, absolute bullshit oh. florists. You know, like, <laughs> I, didn't even, I didn't even figure that out. That's so, funny. So dumb. So uh, she goes on to convince this guy finally because he claims he's at work and he can't do this right now. And what's this for? And blah, blah, blah. There's a bunch of back and back and forth. And then oh, finally. I have some of that. Hold on. Before you, all right, before okay. you do that, I have a clip that I do want to play in here. And I, I have most everything that you've played so far, I, I clip too because okay. I find this fascinating. Right. <laughs> but I have a clip here called Terrible Acting with No Ability to Improvise. Um, track 19. And again, for the, the listeners, this War of the Roses bit is supposed to be a spontaneous bit where someone calls in and like, hey, I think my boyfriend's cheating. Can you call him up at work? And this is so fake. These are bad actors getting paid to do this. So keep that in mind as you're listening to this guy. Go from there. So it's just like it's, it's just it's a nice gift you send, right? Absolutely. I mean, it, it yeah. really makes the ladies swoon. Um. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just busy. All right. So, um, wait, you just need... Okay. All right. That's fucking terrible. <laughs> I love it. I think this guy's job was a researcher at a narcolepsy foundation. <laughs> <laughs> right. He's like, I'm just... All right. So, wait, what do I have to do? I'm just really busy. Uh, just start really snoring. All right, so I just wanted to get that in because that's kind of how this phone call goes back and forth. It's so awkward and awful. So go ahead. So as yeah, you were, as... here's the big uh, reveal, if you will. So uh, of course, the guy says the wrong girl's name, says the former girlfriend's name, and the other girl's still on the line. So Sabrina's on the line. Like holy shit. So this is what every fucking uh, car seat, uh, you know, driving to work has gotten wet now because they're everyone's anticipating. Oh boy, he's gonna get shit on. So here, here is the uh, the actual like reveal, if you will. All yeah. right, and then who um, is the lucky recipient of these? Just need to. Uh, her name is Danielle. So it's Danielle, like D A N I E L L E, and last name T A. 
Okay. Oh my goodness. I can't believe I fell for all this. I'm such an idiot. We. Who's Danielle? <laughs> now, if that is not the worst fucking acting that you've ever right, heard. So, <laughs> so a couple of things there. I Again, I had the exact same clip. So she comes in. She's like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Because like, that's, that's totally <laughs> how you react when you find out your boyfriend's cheating on you. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Gracious. Well, because they oh probably. My. Beforehand, they're like, oh, so you can't curse. The FCC says you <laughs> right. can't curse. So she's like, oh, I can't say God. I can't say God damn it. Yeah. Well, this is the part of it that was so mind-numbing to me. Is it's supposed to be spontaneous and happening live on the radio, but they're bleeping it in real time because they have to bleep <laughs> out the woman's last name. Right. And he's spelling the last name. It's like, T-I-P. <laughs> Because someone just like hitting the fucking button while he's spelling the name. It's nonsense. I would like it sent to uh, one, two, three, <laughs> fake street. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. It's like fucking, it's, it's such nonsense. Obviously pre-recorded. It's obviously all made up. But yeah, the acting there. And then it gets to the point where the guy is just like, well, I don't know what you're even trying to do. Bye. And he just like hangs up and they're like, oh my God, I can't believe he just hung up on us. Wow. And it's such a, it's such a, uh, 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 awkward ending to the bit. Cause they all have to sound like somber about it. They're like, oh man, I guess he doesn't really care. All right. Well, we'll be, we'll be back after these messages, you know, <laughs> it's very bizarre how it, the whole thing ends. We'll be back right after this Bruno Mars song. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's it, got come out of an upbeat number to a goddamn death dedication. A goddamn brutal bars dedication. No, goddamn I, ponderous. That's fucking ponderous. He was locked out of heaven, everybody. Um, <laughs> I just uptown funk gonna give it to you. I don't even know. <laughs> so yeah, this is just this is why. I think you and I agree. We we hate these types of radio shows because it's so – and their people buy into it. People think that this is real and that this is really happening in their local area or whatever, that some asshole is calling in to confront their boyfriend. Now, number one, let's, let's, let's unpack this whole thing now. Who, who's calling a radio station, a morning radio station, because they think their boyfriend is cheating? Like what, what? No, that would that would be ridiculous. Because could you imagine how humiliating that would be if that's how you find out? Right in front of all of your friends who are listening to the show. Right, like you're like, oh boy, I just I can't get over this. This is really driving me nuts. I'm gonna call John Jay and Rich and see what they think. <laughs> right, it's it, the premise alone is fucking dumb. And uh, so, okay, let's say you you accept that premise. Okay, so she calls in, and now they're going to you know talk to you and and get this we're gonna get them on the phone we're gonna tell them that they're we're sending them free flowers who the fuck just randomly calls like if you're at, at work and someone called you and said this is jr flores we've got free flowers for you all you gotta do is just you know that whole premise is just dumb like i would just hang up on whoever it was i wouldn't even think about you know entertaining listening to that call well, when I was talking about it last week, my recollection was it was a better prize. And I guess it makes sense War of the Roses. You know, you get to send roses to someone. But if I was 
cheating on my girlfriend or my wife and I wanted to, you know, send roses, I would just do it. I wasn't, I wouldn't wait for, you know, a call that I won fucking roses. That, right. It's the dumbest premise. I would hang up in a fucking half a second, especially this guy at the narcolepsy, narcolepsy center. <laughs> He's so, so fucking, oh, I'm, I'm really busy right now. Are you? <laughs> Are you busy? It would have been awesome if they said, like, oh, well, you've won a year's supply of coffee. He would have been like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so need, that's what I need. Is it, is it decaf? I need decaf. <laughs> Trying to get some sleep here at work. <laughs> yeah, so it's just a really poor premise that somehow, I don't know, people, I, I, I just don't understand sometimes why people think that this shit is real or why you would, it's almost like people driving in a car and you're listening to the radio. You're kind of half paying attention and like you suspend your disbelief or something. And it's just sort of like, Oh, that's, that's entertaining. But I mean, you really think about it. People next time you hear one of these shitty radio bits in the morning, it, that, that it's not a real thing. It's completely contrived and uh, used to it, it, what what makes it even more infuriating is that they hang their hat on War of the Roses. That's like, if you go to their website, it's like, Jan, Jay, and Rich, the home of War of the Roses. Yes, the like, home of War of the Roses. <laughs> the dumbest fucking bit in the history of radio, because even if it were real, it's still not that interesting. Right. You think about like reality shows. Um, you know, I, I don't watch reality shows. I, I'm sure you don't either. But the whole premise behind these reality shows that are out there now is that at least you're following celebrities around. These are fucking nobodies and they're nobody lives talking about some fucking dumb thing. Even if this were a real bit, I wouldn't give two shits about it. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Doesn't make any, it doesn't make any sense to me. And that was one of the things that I thought was interesting about this show when, when we picked it and I thought it was going to be more of like a morning zoo type of show. I thought that it would be based on comedy. It is not. They're not even trying to be funny. And there are a couple of moments where they think they're being funny. Um, there's one, this guy, Rich, who I keep picking on because he's kind of like a fez. I don't know what his deal is. <laughs> um, there's a uh, a douche chill moment early out in the show. Play track three. But I keep hearing these clowns that are legit, and they do this for a business, are upset because these evil clowns are giving them a bad name. I know. Clowns are nice. You give clowns a bad name, <laughs> bad like name. Yeah. So yesterday. <laughs> I, left, I left in the part where John Jay's like, so yesterday. Because he wants nothing to do with that. You know, like when you're out <laughs> with your buddies and there's that one guy who makes an ass of himself. And you're just like, okay. All right, moving on. That's usually this me. Case, well, <laughs> right. I know. I've, I've been out with you before. But but this fucking guy is on the radio. He's paid to be a radio personality. And he's that guy. He's terrible. Right. Well, I guess every every radio show needs one. No. No. You don't have to have someone who fucking starts singing Bon Jovi fucking lyrics. Oh, God. All right. So there's – I don't know how long these guys have been together, but it seems like a long time I pulled a couple clips from the show that were just passive aggressive back and forth conversations. Um, here's one where uh, Rich is being a little passive aggressive to the other two hosts. Play track 21. No, I'm just saying that's one of those books that everybody was into, but you guys don't read books so you don't know about it until the movie comes out. Yes, thank you, our resident book expert, Rich Barrow. Now, <laughs> you guys don't read books you don't know she's like yeah right you're the expert thanks that was uh some, some shittiness back and forth 
<laughs> and then this one is from John J. to Rich, and this is fucking real. There is no joking around about this. Play track 23. I know. <laughs> about eight or nine years ago, uh, Rich hit a button and uh, blew out my earphones, and it damaged my ears, and I can't hear things properly now sometimes. Mm-hmm. Jane, your love-up moment. Hi. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. There were a couple of times when John Jay didn't hear the caller, and finally he's just like, yeah, well, uh, my hearing's fucked up because my co-host is a shithead. Uh, <laughs> hey, Jade, you're on the radio. What's going on? <laughs> that was fucking great. Oh, God. That's, that is fucking beautiful. I hope, I hope that you and I have this show long enough that we could just start fucking ripping each other. <laughs> aggressively during the show yeah well for for episode 86 where kevin fucking dropped the ball uh, (laughs) yeah i mean we can only hope i guess uh, that uh, we can dredge up some some bullshit but that that is that's such a like a specific thing like oh yeah he hit my button and blew my earphones out i I can only hear out of one ear now and uh and you could tell that rich has heard enough of that story he's like yeah okay (laughs) He, uh, there's one time he dropped a mixing board on my cock and it flattened it completely. <laughs> so now I fuck his wife with my flat cock. My anyway, flat Jane, cock, you're I, not yet. Uh, got, what was your love moment? I got it. The only way I could jerk off is with a spatula. Now it's, uh, it's so flat. <laughs> I jerk off with two spatulas. It's very, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very specific. Yeah. Tongs or two spatulas? That's the only <laughs> way I can do it. Anyway, uh, back to the caller. Uh... You're on the air with uh, <laughs> Tommy Douche does. Uh, so, I don't know. Do you have any other clips <laughs> you think you... Wanna... I apologize in advance. I have a bunch more clips that I do want to play. <laughs> okay, all right. Sorry, dude. That's all right. I'm going to play all of them, okay. but there are I definitely want to play. And uh, this one I thought was hilarious. So because it is a radio show, they have to tease the next segment because you're going to go into a bed of commercials and, you know, oh, you got to hang through the break because this is what's coming up next. So uh, Kyle, who does her celebrity gossip thing, she teases this story. Um, Play track 11. We now know what Daniel Radcliffe has done with his Harry Potter fortune. I can't wait to tell you about this one. And... Okay, so you got that. So Daniel Radcliffe, what has he done with his fortune from Harry Potter? She can't wait to tell you. Here's the payoff. So he made about $100 million, almost $100 million on his Harry Potter uh, movies. And I guess he hasn't really touched much of any of it. He said, I don't really do anything with the money. I'm you know, grateful for it. Having money means you don't have to worry about it, I guess. And the fact that you know, if I don't spend it, then I'll still have it. Then I won't have to worry about it. <laughs> So he, so nothing. So so he's done so he, nothing. She can't wait to tell you about what he's done with his money. He saved it. <laughs> wow, that's fucking amazing. I'm so glad I sucked through all those car commercials. Oh god, to hear about that. Um, so Kevin, you and I talk about how these shows work, and this show is a little different. It's not a morning zoo. It's definitely a. a their target audience is females, but we still have the woman on the show who's a total hole. And I have the perfect total hole moment. Play track 13. Perfect example. Monkey scrotum. <laughs> I love it. I'm, I'm in. And Let's it, not repeat that ever again. <laughs> oh, won't somebody please think of the children? 
<laughs> that is such a whole moment. The guy's like, monkey scratch. He's like, oh, well, th- now you're getting outrageous, guys. Let's comment. <laughs> oh, jeez. You and your flat cock. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that story was dumb, too. That was like Katie Couric or something like that. Somebody said that she. Oh, you, you did listen to the show. No, I did. Yeah, like like <laughs> somebody somebody told Katie or Katie Couric said it, which is even funnier that she said monkey scrotum, but she said something about like people were accusing her of tanning too much and that she looks like a monkey scrotum. I was like, oh, it's pretty fucking funny. I know Katie Couric can say it on broadcast television, but Kyle finds it offensive for her dumb radio show. The <laughs> right, right. Uh, they do this this bit on here. There were a bunch of bits, and uh, one of them was called the group therapy session or something like that. This guy calls up with a problem. Well, let me just play the setup for you. Play track nine. So um, basically, I've been engaged to my fiance for a month, but I bought her a fake ring. And I don't know if I should just keep going with it because uh, or if I should just have an honest conversation with her and let her know that, listen, I'm sorry, I, I bought you a fake ring. Okay. So again, fake, fake, totally fake. Not buying it for a half a second. But um, it does, you know, hilarity does ensue. Here comes the uh, comedy. Play track 10. I mean, basically, like, I want to save up. I want to save up and get the real diamond, which I believe is like $11,000. Holy moly. Jeez, dude, are you Kanye West Jr.? (laughs) (laughs) Kanye West Jr., that's that's a fucking terrible joke. Uh, Excuse me, sir, uh, a boo. (laughs) Uh, A boo to you, sir. It would have been awesome if the dude on the phone was like, no, I'm not fucking Kanye West Jr., you dumb boner. (laughs) (laughs) You fucking dumbass. Uh, so we're paying you fifty dollars for this call. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, oh, let me yeah. get back into character. I need to put. So anyway, I love that the premise of this fucking group therapy thing is that this guy bought what should be an eleven thousand dollar rock. He bought a you know a fake diamond ring, and should I tell my fiance? <laughs> That's yeah. the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Uh, that would never happen. That would never really happen. No, anyway. and, and uh, you know what? I think I remember this this bit too because. I think one of the guys says that he bought that he did the same thing or something that he bought. He said he bought a shitty diamond ring for his wife, and then he wanted to buy her a nicer one when he had money after they were married for a while. Yeah, and she was like, "No, no, this is the one he bought me." And then, I, then I had to, I had a switcheroo and like, you know, I'm like what? You don't switcheroo. I think women know if you switcheroo to their ring. I think that they well, would probably. The funniest part about that bit is that maybe Rich wasn't in on it because he tears down the fourth wall because Rich goes, well, you know, she's going to get it appraised because she's probably going to need an insurance policy on it, which is true. If you have an $11,000 rock on your finger, yeah. you you do go get it appraised. You probably will get insurance or something. So it's fucking retarded. You're not going to get away with that. Right. Yeah, anyway, but it was it, it was almost like Rich said that and then they're just like, okay, move it on. Like it was just like, dude, <laughs> what are you fucking not aware of what we're doing here. Okay. Blow up my spot like you blew up my eardrums, you fucker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, all right. Let me. I just have. I guess there's just one more clip that I really want to play. They did this segment near the end of the show, and they call it the Love Up segment. It's one of the main navigations on their website, Love Up. 
And did you make it to this part of the show, Kev? I didn't. No, I thought you were going to go into the other the stripper or a clown name thing or whatever that they were doing. But no, I, I didn't got, get to the love up part. <laughs> I got that too. Okay. So, so this is how you know that it's a uh, show for chicks is they do this feel good moment where callers call in and talk about something they did nice for other people. And it's these things where like this one woman's like, well, I was at uh, Starbucks and this woman came in with her two kids and she asked how many points she has in her card so she can get them a sandwich to split. So I just bought the sandwich for them because I figured they, they were in need and I had the money and, and they're like, Oh, good on you. Yeah. You're good people. And all this nonsense. So, this one I thought was especially stupid. I call it dumb love up caller. She said, well, your savings has $30 and your checking has 50 And he said, um, okay, well, I'll take 50 out. And she was like all chipper and, oh, so what are you going to spend it on and all this? And he goes, well, um, just milk and bread and that kind of a thing. And I was just, I, I, I was dumbfounded first at the teller for saying that. But um, I ran out to my car and got as much money as I could get together, and all I had was $20. And when he came out of the bank, I gave him $20 for, to, to buy more groceries. And, and he just cried, and we just hugged and cried together. And Ugh. So this is what is so stupid about this. So the guy, you know, he's down in his luck. He's taking his last 50 bucks out to go grocery shopping. She runs out of a bank to go to her car. To find twenty dollars, uh, time out, dummy. If you want to give this guy money that actually fucking matters, because twenty dollars does not, you're in a bank. <laughs> twenty dollars in her car. Uh, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. She's like, uh, he could have take out money. He just said he was going to buy some, you know, milk and bread, and uh, for some reason, a, a Toblerone bar and some Magnum condoms. Uh, <laughs> Because apparently he likes to fit it in, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, I I always have a problem with with these. I mean, obviously this shit isn't fucking real or whatever, but people who like you know do like these random acts of kindness or like donate to charity. I love that they have Fuck those people. No, I mean, I, whatever. I, that's it's cool if you do. I mean, every, I think everybody does. But the thing that I always find funny is like if you donate online or something there's like uh share it to facebook it's like oh, hey why that. would i want to brag to other people that i sh- that i've <laughs> donated to charity that's kind of like the modern equivalent of like you know getting one of those like going through the the checkout line and they're like you want to uh support juvenile diabetes and they give you a fucking uh a cartoon shoe that you have to like write your name on and shit it's like no yes. i don't want to i don't care i just uh, give me i want to be silent i don't i don't need to be you know recognized for doing what i'm doing is that the dumbest thing ever you walk into a dunkin donuts and there's like all these cardboard shoes and everyone has to write their name on it cuz they gave them a dollar yeah like hey it's it's from the the Swartz family. If you're like a whole fucking family gave a dollar and you're taking credit for it. <laughs> really, Schwartz? Calm the fuck down. It's from uh, dr- dr- uh, uh, Dorkles the Cloud. Uh, Dorkles the oh, Cloud. Uh, fuck yeah. you, Dorkles. You don't have a dollar. <laughs> I found one in the dumpster one time. <laughs> um, all right. So there's one more thing that I want to play from this show before we move on. And this guy, Rich, did you key on this like I did? I did not like this this host, Rich. 
No, I didn't. I don't know. I guess I didn't really think he was anything more than just a shitty host. But okay, so this guy Rich is a a giant pussy, <laughs> and they're talking about these clown sightings, and he cannot explain enough how much he does not like clowns, and he's scared of clowns. Ugh, clowns scare me. So I put together a whole compilation of Rich being a fucking pussy, and uh, go ahead and play that. Yeah, I think it's jarring for people who don't like clowns, and I'm 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 well known for being afraid of clowns. But I see this freaky looking clown walking down the middle of the street. In my first reaction is to run. I can't help it. It's just the way I'm built. It's in my DNA. I do not like clowns, scary or other. I don't like them. They freak me out. If I see a scary ass clown when I'm just you know walking down a, a orange orchard path, I am going to scream my head off. There's well, no two ways about I- it. So don't do that. If you're a clown, don't scare people. The biggest nightmare in the world for me is to be looking out my window and see some random clown standing in my backyard. Freak me out. Crazy that you guys were talking about clowns because I just saw one. What? A scary clown? I'm not a big fan of mascots either. You know, clowns, mascots. I don't know why. I just am not. Sales of clown costumes are up 300%. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Hopefully that helps you sleep at night. I don't like it. Wow. Sweet Petunia, which is a, I would assume that's not a scary clown name. I assume it's one of the nice clowns. That is the fear I have of scary. And I'm afraid of scary clowns. Totally, Sweet Petunia. But you sound lovely. That's an adult male, everybody. (laughs) Use the word scary clowns 80 times on this fucking show. I don't like scary clowns. Oh, scary clowns. Well, I don't know. Not liking clowns is now hack. You know what I mean? Like, everyone says it. Everyone's like, oh, clowns freak me out. Like, who's left that likes clowns? Is there anybody? Likes clowns. Exactly. Nobody's, nobody's afraid of seeing a fucking clown in their backyard like this fucking numb nuts. Can you imagine if you're like, my biggest fear is I look out my back window and there's a clown in my yard. If I said, like, shoo, get out of here, dorkles. Dorkles. Move along. <laughs> well, I'll just see what type of gardening you were doing back here in your backyard. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not for you, dorkles. Move along, move I along. See, uh, I see that you got some really nice, ripe... Uh, some eggplant back here. Uh, maybe I'd take that and, you know, take a seat. Take a seat on the eggplant or something, maybe. Maybe later if I'm uh, not doing too much out in the woods. And that's what we call a callback. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did I break the fourth wall? Did everyone uh, think that Jesus. I let Dorkles back in again? You know what? In post, you can put in sound effects of your door opening and closing, and then no one will know that that was you. I'll just play Cut out this conversation we're having. Put in the door sound effect. You're probably going to want to have his clown shoes walking over to the mic. Just put that in, and no one will be the wiser. Oh, God. I wonder if those are the conversations that Rover's having with his team. All right, now, Doozy... Uh, what we're going to want to do is we're going to want to fool people into thinking that uh, this was actually <laughs> happening in studio. Uh, I I just want to take like, I, I want to see like if Dorkles like ask Dorkles some questions and be like, Dorkles, why, why is it that like a clown, like clowns just can't afford their own car? Why do they have to like share a lease with like 75 <laughs> other clowns? Like they don't, they don't get enough work where they have to, well, we, we got to share. Well, that's what we have to do. We have one car for every 75 clowns. That's how it works. 
they they're they have the first green movement. They're like, we are fucking <laughs> carpooling clowns. Uh, we have really horrible credit, so none of us could get approved. So we all have to co sign <laughs> for each other. That's true. <laughs> By the way, uh, Kevin, the love up segment of uh, the John Jay and Rich show, where you talk about how you're paying it forward or whatever the fuck love up is. Yeah. There is a whole merchandise section on their website. And I expect to see you with a Love Up t-shirt next time we hang out. So we have to now buy, we have to buy a shirt that tells other people that we like the bit (laughs) that that praises donating to other people. What the fuck? That's fucking hilarious, man. That's like taking a couple of steps out of being charitable. Right. Still taking credit for it. (laughs) Fucking dumb. (laughs) Uh, holy shit oh my god it's and it's a hashtag so there's a shirt that says hashtag love up squad i'm part of the love up squad people people with the squad thing this is it's killing me (laughs) i know it makes me sound old but i'm sick of the problem it is Is that a problem in life it's very much a problem for me Oh, that's great. All right, so uh, John J. and Rich was a, a stinker. That show sucked. It wasn't fun. It wasn't funny. <laughs> As Billy Crystal would say, it's not fun. It's, it's not, not funny. It's not fun. It's not funny. No. Um, and uh, fortunately, Kevin, fortunately for not just you and I, but also our dozen and dozen of listeners, we will be doing this again next week. And um, I, I grabbed a clip from the show that we'll be reviewing next week. We might even have a special guest co-host on with us next week, which will be uh, fun and entertaining. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> uh, talk about a teaser. Whoa. <laughs> Who could this be? Will it be Adam Sandler? Perhaps? <laughs> no, it won't, it won't be Adam Sandler. Um, but next week, we, we will be doing another show. We'll be, we'll be reviewing another podcast. And we're not going to cheat. We're not going to do another radio show for a third week in a row. But because it is October and Halloween is coming up, I uh, I picked a specific show that will fit in with that mood and genre. Play next week's teaser. Let's play Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary? You haven't played before? No. What? What is it? It's a game. A really fun game. What you do, you go into a pitch black room, just like that bathroom over there, and you stand in front of a mirror. Then you chant three times, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. I stared at my classmate, transfixed. And then the ghost of Bloody Mary shows up in the mirror, And she's all bloody and stuff. She says, have you seen my baby? And if you say no, then she vanishes. But if you say yes... What? What happens? I was riveted. (laughs) Jesus. I wish he really was riveted with a fucking rivet gun. (laughs) God damn it. Dude, the fucking acting on this is... It sounds like Eric the actor. That, you go to a dark room. <laughs> like that bathroom. Yeah, that was the worst, like, kid voice ever. Like, it's a 
black room and then you go inside and you <laughs> ask Bloody Mary. Oh, God. The premise of this game is retarded. You go into a pitch black room and you look in the mirror. How the fuck do you do that? <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. Is there a mirror in this room? I don't know. It's fucking pitch black. <laughs> All right, so this show is the No Sleep Podcast, and the episode we're going to listen to, Kevin, is episode one of season eight. It came out on October 9th of 2016. So this is the eighth season of this award-winning podcast. We're yeah. going after the big guns. The big guys, everybody. Yeah, yeah, I've definitely heard of this this show before. I've actually yeah, been I... recommended this many times, and I'm like, yeah, that's that's okay, I'll... I figured you had. So th- this No Sleep podcast, the premise is for every show, I think there's three different stories. And they're narrated and acted out, as you could tell, with like this music bed and this fucking nonsense. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And this is what passes as one of the top podcasts. I mean, you heard that clip right there. That was garbage. It was fucking garbage. So... <laughs> This should be a fun one. And then you go in and you ask her to make you a Bloody Mary, but don't put any celery in the glass. (laughs) We got to write our own scary story and and narrate it. (laughs) I want to put in all the uh, the effects, all the uh, sound effects. And music bad. It'll just be like farting. Like, and then you go. Pfft, oh, sorry about that. And then you go into the bathroom. It'll be called uh, Dorkle Juice. You have to go in and, and say <laughs> Dorkle's name three times into the mirror, and he appears. I think we're onto something. <laughs> Dorkle Juice, and then you go and you, while you're in the bathroom, you make sure you make yellow into the urinal, and then you. Flush it, but just make sure that you go wash your hands. And there might be one of those like circular towel things that like is like an infinite towel that you have to pull down and wipe your hands on. <laughs> Holy shit! You remember those things? Yeah, those don't exist anymore, do they? No, they someone really... wise up and fucking unsanitary. We're just pulling the same piece of cloth down and all wiping our hands on it. Yeah, somewhere uh, they wanted to make you think that somewhere in that that metal housing was somehow there was there it was getting clean. It was somehow not returning the same shit. It was, it was just in there long enough that it was drying. There was nothing cleaning anything. I thought the the actual, like, fabric of it, too, was like like a underwear. It was like tidy whiteies. Do you remember? Like, I can actually remember feeling like it felt like someone's, like, giant underwear was, like, yeah, strung like through a machine. Yeah. It was like the elastic of tidy whiteies. Yeah. Your white on. God. Yeah, and then when you walk out of the bathroom, make sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sure Dorkles usually cleans his hands on uh, elastic from Tidy Whitey's, but the rest of us don't appreciate that. <laughs> well, <laughs> sometimes you just need to wipe your hands on something. Sometimes it's their hair on the top of their head. Just, just kind of wipe your hands off on it. So, people, please, join us again next week, because it might be the show where we find out once and for all, who are these podcasts? And please, sleep well, everybody. Farting in the mush pit of morning radio.
you know, who are these podcasts? I don't know. I don't get it. Makes no sense. 